More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Going Green. Awesome guest today, super excited to talk with her. Her name is Kelly Kresik. She's a sustainable developer uh, here in California, but is kind of killing it all over the world. Um, I've been following her story for a while now, and I'm really excited to just pick her brain, uh, learn from her, and you know, help her get her story out a little bit. So Kelly, thank you for being here today. Thanks, Dylan. So happy to be here with you. Yeah, so we were talking and we're in um, kind of crazy times right now. For those who are listening down in the future, it's, it's uh, mid-June and we're kind of coming out of the quarantine. But Kelly, tell us a little, a little bit about kind of what you were working on before that and what it means to be a sustainable developer. Yeah, so um, before the quarantine, I was working on uh, consulting, doing sustainable consulting for a few different development companies and, um, well, not technically development companies, but development projects. Uh, one was in Baja, California, and that was on 15 acres, and they were building a retreat center down there. Um, and then another in Texas, uh, which they bought 60 acres and um, I was mainly working on helping the buildings become fully self-sustainable with gray, like gray water systems, solar, um, what types of materials they're built with, making sure it's like hurricane proof, natural disaster proof, um, even like all organic materials and making sure there's no negative energy, uh, like crystalline structures and things like that, and then permaculture. Um, so there's so many different variable, variable aspects that go into sustainable development. Um, so I was kind of providing them with all of the people that can do those projects and um, basically creating the budgets and uh, scopes and uh, coordinating everything kind of like a project manager would. Um, and uh, since, since the quarantine happened, it's kind of slowed down with the consulting business and I realized I really needed to step into what I feel I'm truly meant to do, which is actually develop these um, communities because we don't only need the physical aspects of sustainability, but we also need the operational aspects too, like different types of governance models and economic models and health systems and education systems and all those sorts of things integrated into our communities. So now I've been gathering um, with people, just the most amazing minds in the world that know about these different types of models that we can use and create a new system for this world um, and have a physical project to be able to have that as a model and test um, living in that way. So now I've been working on uh, finding land and um, working on building a, a project that everybody can be a part of. That's so cool. And I feel like it's hard to even comprehend like how much work you were putting into that. I mean, that's not just like consulting. That's you're building a city essentially and you're helping with all aspects from the infrastructure to the, to the work. That's crazy and super cool, honestly. And were you in these, like, were you in Baja California and Texas helping them get it all set up? 
I was, I wasn't living there. So I was doing, I was visiting, but doing a lot virtually um, and finding the right people in the areas that could help them and, and visiting when needed. Um, so yeah, I don't have to be there, but for the physical project that I'm going to be developing, I'm definitely going to, it's going to be somewhere where I live and I'm working on every day. Right. Well, listen, you, we've had a lot of people on the show and all backgrounds and i think honestly what you're doing is probably one of the most progressive and forward thinking like you're essentially restructuring the way people in society live and communicate and interact with each other i think that's super cool like where do you see this being 10 15 20 100 years from now and how does how do all of these different things kind of work together to build a sustainable city or town or, or village or community yeah, thank you so much. Um, I definitely see this as a movement where people are coming together because they know that they want to see a better world in so many different aspects of, you know, what's going on right now and, you know, including what media is putting out there. So we need new types of media. We need a new type of uh, police and justice system. We need new political system, government, all of that stuff. And it's going to take a lot of time to really implement those things. And to do it on the small scale first before we do it on the large scale um, is going to take a lot of time. So what our plans are is to first start with a community within the next year to have that either be built or in the process of being built. And then in about 10 years, we want to have built at least five to 10 communities around the world. Um, and then from 10 to you know, 20, 30 years, have at least uh, one to two cities, and then in 50 years, be building, have built five to 10 cities around the world. So it takes a lot of people to be able to come together and organize really efficiently to implement these systems, which I, which is why we're starting small first. Um, but there's so many amazing people out there that are already doing this. So we're not recreating the wheel necessarily, but we're just taking what's already out there, what's already happening and just putting them together and creating a database of all the best of the best. And um, then finding out what it matches to what specific locations. So we're assessing um, the locations, resources that are available, you know, what we can use to build with sustainably. Uh, what the locals want, what the culture desires, you know, that's so important to ask the locals and to involve them and not just build these communities and cities without permission and also asking the land and taking that spiritual aspect as well. And um, so people who are already, already have these amazing school systems and already have uh, these amazing permaculture projects, we're just taking them and putting them all in one place. Um, and different ways of building. There's so many different ways of building sustainably. You can use earthen materials, you could use 3D printing, you could do, um, you know, Adobe structures, and uh, there's just so much uh, container homes, you know, so much you can do. And it's just about finding the right style and the right resources for which location. Yeah, I mean, you say we're starting small. When I say start small, it's like, buy a uh, reusable water bottle. You're building <laughs> communities, that's, that's amazing. Um, okay, so I've got two questions for you. One, like, what is, what would you say in terms of an, the infrastructure of a city is probably the most important to restructure when it comes to being more sustainable? Is it 
the communication systems? Is it the transportation systems? Is it the structures we're building? I know it's all very interconnected, but if you had to give one sort of piece of advice where you know the average person who's listening could say, okay, I can maybe start working on this for my house, or I could invest in an electric car, or I could do this or that, like what's kind of that first step someone could take to get involved, aside from just you know getting a reusable water bottle to kind of think bigger picture, what would you recommend to that person? Yeah, good question. It's so hard living in today's society to live sustainably. Like even me, I'm not perfect. You know, I can't, sometimes I use plastic water bottles, you know, like when you, when you have to, and when you go to the grocery store and you want to buy this organic food, but it's in plastic and it's just, you'll have to make these decisions on an everyday basis. And so it's not about being perfect because that can be stressful. And there are some people that do that and I highly respect them and give so much props to them. And that's kind of why I, I want to create uh, a world where we can live in the way that we can be in alignment with our values in a much more easy process. Um, but what people can do, um, there's a lot of different things. There's, uh, I would say, you know, research where your products are coming from. Anything that you buy, um, one of the biggest things I just went through is I got rid of like 80% of my stuff, my material items, because I'm traveling now. And um, now I've just become much more aware of like, you know, the, if this is going to go in the trash one day, where did it come from? Is it going to be compostable? Um, and am I just going to put it in the landfill or can I actually recycle this and be really conscious about because that's what it is, just being aware about where your things are coming from and where they're going. And that can be applied to literally everything in your life. So I'd say that's probably the easiest thing to do. Um, and if people want to live more sustainably and in a community and reuse their resources for um, something that they're going to own rather than, you know, just keep paying rent and keep getting stuck in the rat race and that cycle, um, to actually find land and to you know, figure out what their dream life would be like, just write their whole vision out. That's the first step. If, if people are inspired by creating their own community or want to find one out there that matches, because there are so many amazing ones out there. Um, newmundo.org. That's N-U-M-U-N-D-O.org. Um, and you can find tons of different communities out there. We're working on creating a matching system to help people align what their values and visions are with other communities. Um, so I'll keep you on the loop on that. Um, and yeah, just write out your, their vision and to, um, start making a plan to buy land or buy a house with land, grow their own food, um, and just start there. Yeah. I mean, you touched on, um, you touched on something really important. And I think in our modern society, I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's almost impossible to live completely sustainably. There's a few people who are doing that, but it's honestly on such an extreme scale that realistically most people aren't able to do that, you know, but if we can all make a difference, I'll make a little bit of a change and just kind of work towards it. And I think what you touched on is really important, which is just even acknowledging the things that you're using makes a difference. Like when I first kind of started researching and, and working in this space, I didn't know anything about it. You know, I would drink a plastic water bottle and throw it out. And then I read an article about, you know, the, the effects of that. And then every time I drank a plastic water bottle, I was like, what am I doing? Until I got to a point where I bought, you know, a reusable water bottle. And again, I'm going back to the reusable water bottle because it's like 
the most basic thing, but it's, again, it's just that, that sort of realization of what you're consuming, where it goes, goes a long way. So to anyone listening, like just pay attention to that stuff. You don't have to do anything too crazy. You don't have to, you know, just ditch everything and go live in the woods. Not saying that Kelly's saying that, but like just acknowledging, you know, what you're doing and where, where it comes from um, is super important. And then, so anyway, back to my second question, let's say someone's living in this, a big city like New York city where, you know, they're, they're all their infrastructure is so built in. It's been there for years. Um, what could a city like that kind of start to do to transition into being more sustainable down the, in the, in the future? That's a perfect question. I used to work for a, a sustainable consulting company for like high rise real estate development companies and businesses that did multifamily and office buildings and things like that. So there's actually a ton of stuff that um, they could do like implement recycling programs where there are none. Um, and there's uh, building community gardens is probably one of the best things in, in getting local food or going to your local farmer's market if you don't want to, you know, take the time to grow a garden. Um, so local farmer's markets and, uh, of course, electric vehicles, biking, walking, things like that really, really do make a difference. Um, and also living in a way that... Uh, you know, that fuels your, your inspiration to, to want to make a change. Cause I think a lot of people just get stuck in that daily city life and they don't think about, you know, how they're impacting the world. And I think if you even just think about it, then that creates such a huge difference right there. Um, and so a lot of these, um, like real estate development projects, they have a lot of uh, things they have to go through to be like lead certified. And, um, but then they also have the operations that uh, creates more social and um, governmental type of sustainable, um, which is just going out and doing events and getting to know your community, um, get to know the people that you're living around and, um, you know, give them all, uh, reusable water bottles, you know, for a gift or something, um, just to start getting the word out there. Because I think that the mindset is probably the number one thing that could radically change the world is if everybody really realized, um, you know, how they were living was affecting the entire world, um, that every single person could make a difference. Um, so if they're doing more community things and doing events and getting the word out there, um, I think that's probably one of the best things they can do. And, um, yeah, I, I guess that would be, that would be the, the best. I don't know if that's enough, enough things, but yeah, yeah that makes sense. And honestly, I, that was a very open-ended question. There's so many things, yeah. um, you know, to do there, but like, yeah, it's, it's again, just supporting your local businesses, supporting local farmers markets, trying to reduce that kind of supply chain that you know leads to waste um it all it all adds up and really what you said is the most important thing where if we all make a little bit of a difference that's what's going to add up the most more than anything else um super cool man so where do you find like your inspiration like what caused you to kind of get into this space in the first place 
Yeah, I mean, everybody has a story, I guess. Um, mine was that I saw how much um, pain there was in the world. And, you know, even in my life, I saw my parents fighting about finances and money. That was the only thing they ever fought about. I had a great childhood growing up, but I just realized like money, I had the story about money causes so much pain and suffering for people that have limited access to it. And really money is just energy um, and resources. It, it's access to resources. So um, when what I saw was if more people have access to resources, they won't really need um, money to survive. And I think the money is um, very similar to our survival needs. Um, so our survival needs are what, how we get our survival needs is money right now, where it should be resource. It should be shelter, water, food, and all of those things can be free if you build your own house, if you grow your own food, if you have your own water source. Um, and then humans can be really met for creating and innovating. What inspired me first um, was I actually wanted to become a stockbroker because I thought if everybody made money, then we wouldn't have to worry about money. And then I could just help people make money and I'll just help the world that way. But I realized that the system is more corrupt. You can't just, you can't just do that for every single person on the planet. Um, so what I saw was the Venus Project. So if anybody hasn't seen the Venus Project, I always talk about it, highly recommend um, watching their documentary called Paradise or Oblivion. And um, they talk about a society where we do use resources as the currency, a uh, resource-backed economic system. And that can ultimately change human behavior because then we'll, everybody will have access to everything that they need. Um, there won't be any crime because if you have everything you need, why steal? Um, there wouldn't be people fighting over, you know, things that are caused by monetary issues. Um, so a lot of the jobs I know would go away today. And I'm actually a proponent for less jobs because when we have less jobs, we actually can create, create and innovate more. I know that's like controversial, but when we can automate a lot of systems, the world could improve at such a great level that we won't need jobs anymore because people can go to research centers where they'll actually figure out solving world issues and um, do things that they love and enjoy. There would be much more art and music um, and beauty in the world. And so I always imagine myself living in this um, futuristic city that the Venus Project presents. And that's what I really want to create. Um, if if people want to get into my world and my visions and what I see, it's a perfect visual for the type of world that we could live in. That's fascinating, honestly. It's amazing how you've like boiled down really all of society into kind of just identifying like what's most important, what we need, and then how we can live that way in a sustainable community. I think that's amazing, honestly. And like, I, I agree. Um, I've never been one for jobs. Like I don't like working for other people. I don't like working nine to five. I don't think life is meant to be spent that way. Um, but at the same time, I know obviously like, you know, that's just, we're in America and you know, it's built around a, a capitalist system. But for me, like I've always kind of been an entrepreneur and business owner in a sense, but really I almost don't feel like I'm ever truly working. 
It's more just providing, you know, services and value and helping other people. And then in exchange for that, what they give in return is money at the moment. But again, it's just in the end, it's just an exchange of goods and services. And right now what I'm providing is goods and services and they're providing money or, you know, trade or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, like the last thing I, I, I had a job for two years um, and trading like my time for money to make someone else rich. Like that was just like, it like hurt my soul. I was like, this is not what life is meant to be. Um, and I like kind of what you said too, where, you know, it does help having money because we had someone on another show, insanely successful, multimillionaire. And really his whole thing was, you know, the, right now, the more I make, the more I have means the more I have to give back. So, Again, I think like what you're saying is very right there, but then in the future down the line, it's not gonna be, oh, I have a ton of money. It's gonna be, or I have a ton of anything. It's just like, again, go, just boiling it down to like the ultimate resources and helping each other out. I don't even know if that makes sense. Sorry to anyone listening yeah. who's rambling right now, but like you just hit like so much important stuff and, um, and just really restructuring like what we value in, in America, in the world, um, is, is super important to really look at that from like a big picture perspective. Like you don't need a fancy car or a fancy house or a fancy anything if that's not what people value in the world, you know? Yeah. And I mean, if that is something that you do value, I want like sustainability and luxury. So I feel that people can still have all of the luxury that they desire and have, you know, beautiful things, but it'll be built in, in a way that, um, is care for the planet and care for everybody on it and I know that we need money right now to be able to transition to build that sort of society but eventually money will become obsolete so that's what I'm excited for and and always looking to do and and eventually we won't have homelessness we won't have hunger in the world we won't have poverty we won't even have disease if we have new types of health systems that have preventative care and really like educate people and um, so yeah, I see a great world that we are going to step into within the next hundred years. I honestly think it's not too far away and I'm just really grateful to be a part of creating it. Exactly. I think I, I say this on like every episode, I think it's possible to look good, to feel good, to be successful, to make money and also to be able to give back to the earth and the community and, and the environment and give back more than you consume and create. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, if you look at the trends in technology of just how things grow exponentially, um, both in terms of the knowledge and the awareness of people living more su sustainably, and then also the push for more sustainable technology, I agree. I think we're a lot closer than people think. Um, and again, it, it comes down to people like you who are, pushing these really progressive, really cool, but also really realistic ideas. You know, we need people like you to kind of raise that awareness and then not just raise the awareness, but also have these action items, steps that they're taking. And I'm excited to follow your journey and just, you know, support you in any way I can. Um, how can someone who's listening or watching right now follow your journey, support you, help you? What's, what's the best way to reach out? 
Yeah, thank you so much for your support. Um, I have a website, newearthnow.world. Um, so they can, con they can click on the contact us page. There's also a get involved area on there. Um, there's a join the mailing list, but I don't send out newsletters yet. Uh, but you know, for the future, we will be sending a lot more updates. And um, yeah, the path is long um, and a little rocky, but it's something that I'm extremely dedicated to. And um, so I would love for people to get involved however they can. There's so many amazing people out there that you know, want to contribute and have amazing skills. And so I'm definitely, uh, I love connecting with those people um, and helping them and guiding them on how they actually can follow their path to purpose and make a difference when it comes to creating a better world. So anybody who wants to connect with me, and then also my name is Kelly Kresik on Facebook, Instagram. So I'm really, really easy to find. I'm like the only Kelly Kresik on Google, so. <laughs> that helps too. Yeah. Well, Kelly, this is honestly one of the most like eye-opening, inspirational episodes we've had. Um, everyone listening, watching, please go follow her, reach out, subscribe to that newsletter. I'm sure it'll be packed with ton of valuable information whenever it comes out and we'll have to have you on again, you know, in the near future, just to, you know, one, like continue to pick your brain. So really only scratching the surface, but also just stay updated with, um, you know, everything you're working on. Yeah, I would love that. Um, we're looking at land in Costa Rica right now, 40 acres. There's a project in Bali I'd love to tell people about called the Golden City. Um, there's a few different communities out in Colorado that we're working on developing. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff happening soon. So I'd love to reconnect soon and, and update you on everything. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. And to everyone listening, watching, what an awesome episode. Kelly's amazing. So be sure to, you know, follow her, check her out, bookmark her website. And we appreciate you tuning in to another episode and we'll see you next week.